Hello. Welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. The Sharks break the streak. After losing 10 games in a row, the Sharks finally win a game. And I know we talked about how the wins and losses don't matter, but tonight was a good point of them winning and it meaning something, especially because it was the young kids doing the work tonight to make sure that they win. So we're going to talk about the Sharks game. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Strauss Mann, the newest uh, goaltender of the San Jose Sharks, and then talk about Gannon LaRock and Daniel Gushin's uh, debut on the Barracuda coming up on Wednesday. So um, all that more Sharks win, Thomas Bordalo. Yeah, let's get at it. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I, of course, am J.D. Young, Kyle retired it's come out of retirement to try to become an eight-time snowboarding champion so um yeah he's on vacation this week he'll be back next week guys don't worry about it so and no i'm not trying to replace kyle like you've never taken a vacation so um i will be taking vacation at some point here soon maybe one day hopefully but anyway thank you guys of course for making us your first listen as you guys know we are free and available everywhere you get podcasts and of course subscribe to us on youtube as well but the big news, I mean, the Sharks finally win. I know we've been watching the doing the tank watch and, and stuff like that. And it, it was a prime opportunity for the Sharks to move up the tank standing tonight with the Red Wings winning and the Senators winning. But when a win comes like this, where it's not it's not Hurdle and Meyer and Burns and Couture leading the way, it's Scott Reedy and Thomas Bordolo and Rudolph Balsers. And these young kids that you've, you know, that we've been waiting for them to to kind of play and and do stuff. And it's, you know, they they earned it. And the Sharks, you know, I talked with Shang yesterday about how well the, the Sharks have been playing. And, you know, different from last year where the, the Sharks were just unwatchable for the last, you know, 10, 15 games of the year. Like, there's something there to watch and something exciting. And, you know, you, you got to give it to these guys. And they... they they earned the win tonight and you know it's i don't they don't have too many more opportunities for wins tonight and i don't think they're going to go on a huge winning streak to end the, the season or anything like that but like you got it they they earned the win tonight and they deserve it and you know we'll we'll, we'll deal with the draft stuff when we get there but yeah they weren't going to go like 17 and you know lose out 17 straight to to end the season and this was one of those games where you kind of circled it's like yeah that that was a potential win but God damn, Thomas Bordalo looks like he belongs. Whew. Just again, the stuff that he's doing where it's just so cerebral. You know, he gets, you know, he see, goes and wins a puck battle long, again behind the net and he's he sees the puck is open. He does a little peek over his shoulder and he sees both Gregor and Balsers there. Perfect pass between the leg, you know, kind of does a spinorama, a pass between the legs and Balser just hammers that thing home and you know, he's getting an opportunity. He played more tonight. Um, you know, again, when, when 
you know, got a little tight there at the end. You know, of course, Bob went with the, the veterans, but, you know, Bordolo tonight played 20 shifts, uh, 15 minutes and 24 seconds of ice time, a minute four in the power play. And you just see it, you know, he had, he had a great chance on, there was a three on one, the defender, you know, went down and instead of trying to force the pass, he took the shot and then hope, you know, was able to help gather the puck and, and continue to create offense there, you know, like just his passing and just knowing where guys are going to be on the ice. And, you know, they talked about on the broadcast where they don't want to coach the creativity out of them. And, you know, that's, that's something we, to see with Merkley where I think, you know, you have to be more responsible as a defenseman. And, you know, I, I still think they're Bob's a little too hard on Merkley, but, you know, letting Bordolo go out there and you just see like Gregor and Balser is just how much better they are when they're not, when they actually have a creative center with them and they're, that's able to kind of complement their skills. You know, if we like, so let's look at, um, so Balsers, Bordalo, and Gregor, they played 1036 time on ice together. Um, their fancy stats aren't super great. Um, I mean, the Corsi four was four to nine. Was, so that means they had four shot attempts to the uh, Blue Jackets, nine shot attempts. Um, actual shots on goal were three to three. So they did a good job of at least keeping it presented. But then they did have the one and they scored a goal. So um Two scoring chances for that line, and they gave up four scoring chances, and then they gave up uh, two high danger chance saves. But again, like with the defense, this this team doesn't really need defense right now. You have basic. I mean, if you want, you know, if you want to play defense, you put out the Couture, Benino, Nieto line, and that that's what they're going to do. They're going to play defense, and they're kind of the new third line, I guess. But. Um, you know, and that, that's going to be their job is to play better defense. And you saw, like, how many times did this line kind of create offense and then out would come, you know, the, the Gregor – or not the Gregor, the the, the uh, Meyer hurdle Dahlen line and, like, try to keep going with the offense and stuff. So, great. I, I Again, Bordelow continues to just check these little boxes of, of doing things. And, you know, I, I said he might be a dark horse to make the team. If he keeps playing like this next year, I don't know how you, he's not in your op, starting night, you know, opening night roster. So um, again, long way to go from here. And, you know, and, and Sharks going to have a big test when they play the, the blues on, on Thursday. And this will be good for Bordalo to play a really kind of heavy, you know, heavy checking team and big physical team like the Blues who are absolutely on fire right now. So, um, but, you know, some of the other guys who really stood out, I really liked the, like Dolan's game tonight. You know, he he looked really good. Um, of course, Scott Reedy, too handsome for this world, but two goals tonight. I was really hoping he would he get a chance for that hat trick. But, you know, he just, he's going to score those dirty goals and that's what he does. And, you know, he had the nice, he had the power play goal where, again, he's, out front that net front presence and is able to t- kind of tuck it home. And then uh, the other goal where, you know, he bats it in midair and, you know, that, that fourth line of Sasha Reedy Weatherby, where, you know, just let these kids go out there and kind of play with each other and kind of figure it out. They're not going to be the most responsible defensively. And it's again, the sharks just struggle right now, scoring goals as it is like, let it doesn't matter. Like I said, the wins and losses don't matter at this time. It's, trying to figure out what these guys do and how they all of these pieces kind of fit together. So um, also shout out uh, Capo Kakinen, finally, finally getting his first win with the Sharks. 
Um, he's played really well the last couple games. I mean, um, the the first of the Rosalvik goals, you know, three on one, that was, you know, Benino. The, you know, I, I understand that the team on the shorthanded chance are trying to, you know, go for a shorthanded goal, but Benino, you got to get the the puck on on net there, or else you see this happen all the time where. It goes high, it rims around, and all of a sudden it's just it sets up the transition the other way. And then especially when you're on the penalty kill, it's like you're already shorthanded as it is, and then half, you know, three three of the four players are in the offensive zone and trying to get back. So would it, it would have been nice. He almost made the save as it is, but I'm not gonna chalk that one. And then the Rosalvik, the other one where it went off hurdle skate, you know, funky bounces and stuff like that, but you know, uh, Kakinen, he's been playing really hard. He's been playing really well. Hasn't gotten the run support. He finally got some run support tonight and finally got the the much-needed uh, wins. So, yeah, good night for the Sharks. Again, don't worry about the points tonight. Process over results. Like, the process was good tonight, and they got some results for it. So, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll get into the Sharks' new signing with Strauss Mann and, of course, talk about uh, news that, Yours truly broke about Gannon LaRock coming to the Barracuda. But first, we have to talk about HelloFresh. So, HelloFresh, you know, if you're like us, the worst thing is like, oh, what should we eat? I don't know what to eat. You know, not not plan. You know, the worst is like when you don't plan out stuff. That's where HelloFresh can come in. You get farm fresh seasonal produce, easy to make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorsteps in a week, so they're always fresh, always without a trip to the grocery store at a farmer's market. If you're like my wife, she hates going to the grocery store with the kids. It's exhausting. If you have kids and you try to go to the store, you end up having to buy, spend way more stuff because your kids always want something that wasn't on your list. But with HelloFresh chefs, they really know how to make a diverse menu with seasonal recipes like salmon limon pasta primavera you can pick uh your favorites and choose from 50 different weekly options and skip weeks where you don't need it when you change your delivery date or just update your preferences all on the hellofresh app so go to hellofresh.com slash locked on 16 use the code locked on 16 get up to 16 free meals and three free gifts again go to hellofresh.com slash locked on 16 Use code locked on 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Remember, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, so the Sharks uh, signed another goalie today. Um, before we get into the Strauss man, which every time you talk about Strauss man, you have to say his full name as Strauss man because that name, the Sharks are just gathering epic goalie names right now between uh magnus krona strauss man the goat row ben gaudreau um capo kakinen sachenko like these are just amazing <laughs> amazing goalie names but um i kind of like this approach with with the sharks of it's kind of like quarterbacks in the nfl where you just keep taking a swing until you hopefully find one and strauss man we're gonna this is gonna be the little appetizer i'm, I'm having bailey johnson on who uh, covered uh michigan hockey so she's actually been on the show before she helped us with the draft profile last year i think she did owen power or Ken, I think she did Owen Power last year. So um, she's going to come on. She's going to talk. We're going to kind of dive into more about Strassman and what the Sharks are getting here. But again, I like 
the approach of just keeps taking a swing until you find one. And, you know, James Reimer played really well this year, but do we expect James Reimer to continue to play like this? And Capo Kakinen, you know, he's 25 and Aiden Hill, you know, had a very up and down season that, you know, he's going to be done for the year. It came basically came Bob said that he's basically shut down at this point for the rest of the year. And, you know, so, and the goalie pipeline looks so much better than it did, you know, even a couple of years ago with, you know, drafting Ben Gaudreau, you know, Sawchenko's development, Iman's development, you know, Melnichuk who didn't work out. But again, you're just taking these swings on guys to try to find somebody who might be able to fit in the pipeline. And, and so Straussman, um, he's uh, 23 years old. Um Played, uh, of course, um, he's six foot, 174 pounds. Um, plays uh, three years at University of Michigan, um, where we started. Where he uh, first season, um, 21 games, uh, 291 say or goals against for his average, and then 895 um, went six, eight, and four during that time. 1920 really kind of found his game. 35 games played. Uh, 185 goals against average and 939 save percentage um, went 18, 13, and 4. Um, 2020 to 2021, um, went, played 21 games um, in that short COVID season um, where they went. He had 189 sa- uh, goals against per se and a 930 save percentage with uh, five shutouts. He also had six shutouts the year before um, in Michigan. So, um, wasn't signed by anybody, wasn't drafted by anybody. I think it's because of the size. We'll, we'll get into that with Bailey uh, tomorrow. Uh, so he went to the SHL last, uh, this year. Um, you know, so he played over there. He started, he played 22 games, um, 219 goals against average, 914 save percentage uh, with three shutouts, went 13 and nine. And then the playoffs started, uh, he played two games, 203 save percentage, 922 in the playoffs. Also played on uh, Team USA, represented Team USA in the Olympics. Uh, two games in the uh, there were 185 uh, goals against average and 0.945 uh, save percentage went one and one uh, during the Olympics. So I think right now he kind of fits in that uh, that Sawchenko. Like he'll probably be playing. I mean, so going into next year, um, you know, Hill, Reimer, Capo, Kakinen. One of those guys is going to be gone. Um, I don't know right now if I just speculating. I think it'll probably be Hill just because I don't think he had the greatest of seasons. But I mean, you could probably, if Reimer will get you the most, and even though he's their best goalie right now, he would probably get you the most just because he's, you know, uh, he'll be going into a one year, you know, cost controlled. Um, he could probably help out a team that, that needs an up great in goaltending that's a potential contender um Kakbo, Kakinen, and Hill are both still unknowns so uh teams might be interested in that but anyway one of those three will be gone um for the Barracuda you're gonna have Stalock who's gonna be gone you know he was basically traded for and signed just because um the Sharks needed a warm body who could play goaltender um at some point um but so yeah, he will be he'll be gone. The Sharks won't resign him. It's not worth resigning him. So um, and then you have Iman, who's kind of bounced between the ECHL this year and then the um NHL or, or sorry, the AHL as well. Um, so 
pulling up the, the rest of their defense goalie depth charts. Um, you know, and Iman's looked, you know, talking to Liz, she, she's like what he's looked so far. Um, Sachenko, the Sharks have to make a decision on him um, because he is, he's still an RFA, but um, so, I mean, they do have his rights if they want to do anything, but again, I think they're going to have to make a decision with him. So I would expect him to be back. Uh, but yeah, Zachary Mond and Straussman are kind of your two AHL goalies. And then if they, you know, Sachinka, if they want to keep him again next year. So yeah, they're the Sharks, you know, the pipeline looks much better. And then you have, um, you have go Gaudreau is going to go back to the Sarnia sting. Um, you assume Magnus Krona, he's going to spend another year in college, even though he did win the, the championship this year with Denver. And I think he wants to come out a little bit, but again, with the Sharks, they can kind of let him simmer in there and that they still have his rights. And then as soon as he uh, finishes his season next year, they can just sign him and kind of start his, his next contract. And then he'll be playing uh, with the Barracuda there the year after that. So um, yes, I mean, the, the Sharks are in a much healthier position. They are in goaltending. You know, um, Shang put out a had a good article on um, San Jose Hockey Now about Straussman and kind of you know plays well, smart stuff like that. So we'll we'll get into more about Straussman tomorrow with Bailey Johnson. So um, then we're gonna get into, get into uh, Daniel Rocks um, and Daniel Gushin's debut with the San Jose Barracuda. But first, gotta talk about our friends over at Bet Online. You guys all. Actually, sorry, no, not Bet Online. It's Built Bar. My bad. I am sorry. Built Bar. I'm so hungry still. So if you get your health fresh and you're still hungry, you need a little snack after that. That's where Built Bar comes in. Every bar covered in 100% real chocolate. They're low calorie, high protein. You can throw away all your candy bars. You don't need them anymore. Uh, Built Bar has got you covered because each Built Bar contains 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. They have amazing flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and a few new ones like white chocolate, cookies, and cream. They have new ones coming out every month. And if a bar doesn't sound like uh, kind of floats your boat right now, check out their Puffs, the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're chocolate, and they're marshmallow again, covered in that 100% real chocolate. Amazing flavors like yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. And you guys know this podcast, Pro Cream Pie. So go to build.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. So noted journalist, hardcore Big J journalist, uh, my JD Young broke that uh, Gan Rock, he is on his way to San Jose to play the Barracuda. Um, they'll be playing with uh, in Bakersfield Wednesday night, uh, starts at 6 30. Poor guy has to go to Bakersfield for his first game. Um, yeah, Ugh, poor Baker, poor guy. <laughs> hey, you can leave Vancouver, go to San Jose. And then you got to go to <laughs> Bakersfield. So, um, but he's going to be getting top pairing minutes. Um, I, I can confirm that he's going to be uh, playing, getting a lot of minutes. So, um, I'm not sure who his partner is going to be. Uh, so last time the they lined up with uh, Cisic and Bieto, uh, Kanizev, Holloway, 
Hataka and Onibuchi. Um, again, Hataka is up with the Sharks, but I wouldn't be surprised if they send him back down so he could go play with the Barracuda. Um, but so, yeah. And Lorak, he he's really come on this year. We're going to, of course, talk about at the end of the season, we'll get into kind of the uh, prospects and how their seasons went. But, you know, he really, they wanted to try to find his offense and stuff like that. So um, he found his offense. So last year, uh, the Victoria Royals, in 21 games, he had one goal, six assists for seven points. This year in 63 games, he had 10 goals, 42 assists for 52 points. Um, you know, and big kid, right-handed shot, six foot two, two oh two oh one. Still doesn't turn nineteen until mid-August. So, um, you know, again, so with the rules with them, once their their junior seasons are over, they can go play up in the AHL since the Barracuda their seasons not over. That's why both him and uh, Daniel Gushin will be able to go play. Um, I talked about Ozzy the other day. It looked like the Prince Albert Raider, Raiders were not going to make the playoffs. They made the playoffs on the very last day. So uh, Ozzy can continue to play for the Raiders. He can't play with the Barracuda because the Raiders season is still going on. So um, I know he was in San Jose getting looked at and stuff like that. They thought his shoulder looked good. He, he was just rehabbing it. Didn't have to um, go, didn't have to have surgery. So um, not sure if he's going to be going back to Prince Albert to play with them or if he's just going to call his uh, WHL career over. Um, so, but yeah, uh, with Gannon, though, he will, so yeah, he'll play the Barracuda. He will go back to Victoria to play with the next season. Um, so yeah, unless the Sharks decide to keep him in the NHL, which isn't going to happen. Um, I would assume he's getting his ELC at some point. I know the Sharks are really happy with, with his development. So I would not be surprised or shocked if he gets his ELC here really soon. Um, but that's just me speculating at this point. So, uh, but yeah, so he'll be able to play up there. Also, Daniel Gushin, the sniper out of uh, Niagara. Um, again, Niagara. So they missed their playoffs. Uh, Gushin was on a just tear this year. Um, so, um, uh, left wing, right handed shot, uh, you know, five foot 10, 181, just a pure pure sniper um he had 51 games in the ohl 41 goals 30 assists 41 goals um during that time so just an absolute scoring machine especially for a you know a franchise that needs more scores we see it with bordolo and eklund where those guys can make stuff happen and just wait till gushin is just there to just sling home shots but um i would not be surprised if gushin's on the top line um so you'll probably have some hobblewax peterson gushin in some order up there so just again you want guys who can you know we saw it with bordolo where once you put bordolo on there and and peterson was able to um play and you know kind of enjoy having bordolo and you know he he scored and, and looked really good with, with bordolo um, I think Gushin playing with Peterson, who, you know, we, we've been much maligned, but he still has played NHL games and has, you know, he's, he's played in the NHL for a while and stuff. So I believe having, putting him, you know, Gushin with, with P- 
Peterson who can do some some stuff in the AHL. Um, we'll see that. So I'm definitely going to be uh, clipping this game. So make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. Um, I do have Bailey's interview during the game, but so I will, you know, try to clip as much as I can um, from the game. So, yeah, um, that's going to be it for me tonight. Um, Dakota decided she wanted to eat her dinner, even though it's been sitting there for three hours. She decided she wanted to eat her dinner right now. So if you hear the her crunching, I'm sorry. Uh, she's just a hungry dog who likes to wait until she's, I'm recording. So, uh, But yeah, positive game for the Sharks tonight. Again, Bordelow looks like he belongs. I, If he keeps playing like this, I don't know how he doesn't start next year on the Sharks. Um, you know, Straussman, tonight was the appetizer. Tomorrow we'll get the full-on course of Straussman with Bailey Johnson. So make sure you guys uh, subscribe for that. Um, and then, yeah, Gushin, LaRock. The, the Barracuda are going to be super fun next year. I cannot wait for the Barracuda next year. So um, you can, of course, find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Locked on Sharks. We're manning all those. Um, you can listen to us wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, Anchor, you know, string cans, vinyls, wherever we were there. Um, of course, subscribe on YouTube. I think we're at 474. We're, we're almost at... Uh, not 474, 747. Uh, where are we at right now? I'm checking live right now. We're at 748. So we're close to 750, which is 75% of the way to a thousand. So every little subscriber helps. We appreciate it. We really want to get to a thousand, especially before the draft. As you guys know, if you're longtime listeners, you guys know the off season is really content boys. That is where we got our name providing off season content. Um, so we, you guys know, we got more draft profiles coming up. We're going to do prospect breakdowns, how their seasons went. We're going to, you know, plenty of content coming in the off season. So uh, make sure you guys subscribe there. And of course uh, you can find me on Twitter at my fry hole. Kyle is at Kyle Demetrius. Um, again, I'm not replacing him. He's on vacation. People are allowed to take vacations. So, um, and go check out the uh, locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Go check out uh, the Locked On NHL now if you want to get a taste of what happened the night before, especially as you're looking for a team to bandwagon before the playoffs start. Um, go Florida Panthers. And go check out any of the other amazing podcasts on the Locked On Network, um, such as Locked On Ravens. Bye, friends. <laughs>